Welcome to Ordinary People, Extraordinary Connections, a podcast all about helping you comfortably connect with others in any situation. Hosted by Leanne and John, this podcast is proudly brought to you by Fortitude at Work. Fortitudeatwork.com.au Welcome to Ordinary People, Extraordinary Connections. I'm John. And I'm Leanne. Well done, Johnny. You did the introduction. Yep. Um, I'm, I've got so many different hidden talents. You do. Yeah. You do. That's I'm, a pleasant change. I am, I am intro man. <laughs> so what are we talking about this week, Johnny? A connection. <gasps> connection. Connection. Connection with what or who or what? Um, we did discuss, you know, talking about all types of connection, but we're, we're honing in on um, connection between human beings and the, oh, and the, value, the value in that and the challenges around that. Oh, good. Mm. Excellent. And what does connection look like? See, I'm asking <coughs> all the questions this week. I, I usually do, don't I? But yeah. anyway, what does it look like? Um, uh, as a counsellor, I know that I can answer questions with questions. So what were you hoping for? <laughs> well, that's some sort of definition, don't you think? Okay. <laughs> definition? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I actually think it's got to do with, um, you know, a sense of a shared sense of presence with another person. Okay. I think is is a connection, and sometimes you do you feel that presence. You know, you feel you feel that um, link to mm. another person, and sometimes you actually don't. Okay. What do you think? Um, well, I suppose if we if we sort of gloss over, you complete me, and I am soulmates. And oh, don't gloss over them. Oh, you don't want me to? Okay, we'll stay with romantic. Yeah, romantic notions. Romantic no- Okay, so so if you trust like I trust, then you go that every relationship um, uh, has has value. Yeah. Uh, um, Even the ones you don't connect with someone, there's actually a value in that. That's it. And yeah. and, and I have a, a personal belief that every, every relationship I've ever had is an opportunity to uh, learn more about self. Yeah, yeah, um, for so, sure. So if I'm in relationship with someone that I'm in alignment with, <clears throat> with um, uh, mostly similar values and beliefs, and that are growing at the same uh, pace or level, then that connection is is even more enhanced. It's it's an amazing connection like we have. Yeah. So, so yeah. So uh, you know, people have said to me before that they think that we have a great relationship. You and I, and I agree. I Mm. think we do. We have a great relationship. And um, when they ask me, you know, what's the key to having a a good, a good life partner? And you and I are going to be married twenty years this year, Johnny. Wow. Twenty-one years together and twenty years married. In the blink of an Um, eye. I know. In the blink of an eye. What do you think is the secret to our success? Oh, Um, I don't even want to say that word, success, to our relationship. There you go. Um, I, uh, I think, um, I don't think we're unique. I think there's probably others that have good yes, relationships. Yes, I agree. Um, I agree. Um, we're not perfect. No, we, we have lots of arguments. So that's probably is the key is our, uh, authenticity around our lack of perfection where, um, it's probably all about communication. Is that, is that Yeah, yeah I agree. Okay. So, so, um. Uh, the only time that I, I, I notice that you and I get out of kilter is when there's a breakdown in communication. Yeah, that's um, true. So if, uh, if you're thinking or feeling and I'm thinking or feeling and we're not communicating that, 
um, that's when we usually get out of alignment. Yeah. And, and it's probably uh, the awareness to that uh, um, is what helps us stay as well connected as we are. Does, yeah. that, does that sound like a fair way? Yeah, that close? yeah. Lack of communication and, yeah. Um, yeah, not really, I guess, understanding or being empathetic. Yeah. Um, for the other person and the situation they're in because, yeah, maybe we haven't had time to discuss it or mm. it's come upon us suddenly and it hasn't been addressed. Yeah, so when, when we are out of alignment, it's, it's usually because of a breakdown in communication and, and that breakdown is, has, is usually because of a whole bunch of uh, elements that, that have come into our life. You know, we're tired or we're focused yeah, yeah. or we're, um, <clears throat> our minds are uh, somewhere else, we're not present. Yeah. Um, and that's usually when the breakdown happens or the miscommunication happens and that's when we we realign <clears throat> and we both recognise the value of realignment. Yeah, yeah, so. I think that's, that's very perceptive actually. I think the other thing that really um, helps our relationship is that we both have an I- individual sense of self yeah. and I... Um, you know, look, I love that line in Jerry Maguire, the whole you complete me thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. It's very romantic, <clears throat> but in some ways it can be quite damaging if you're looking at um, somebody else to fulfil a want, need or desire um, to make you happy in life. Mm-hmm. And I don't think we expect that from one another. I don't I don't actually need you to complete me mm-hmm. um, and vice versa, I think. But I do... I do love that you love me. Yeah. Okay. So it's a, once again, it's the balance. It's always the balance. So if we have a, a healthy sense of self uh, and self-love um, yeah. and we um, have a general opinion that we're reasonably good enough as, yeah. as individuals of ourselves, um, then walking through life uh, next to someone with, with a similar sense. Yeah, that's um, right. Creates what I believe a, a really cool relationship. It just, it seems to work really well. And once again, uh, 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 the other misalignment, if you like, would be where um, either you or I go into periods of self-doubt. Yeah, yeah, um, that's true. And and our sense of self is eroded or we... Um, yeah, I'm not worthy. There you go. And we, we sort of <laughs> head into a fearful place. That, that also brings us out of a line. Yeah, that, and that's exactly what I mean. You know, yeah. I think when you don't have a healthy sense of self, and you're right, we ebb in and out of that. You mm. know, we, we have occasional fears that mm. we then have to work through. But when you don't have that, that's when the relationship goes through, you know, a rocky period. Mm. But when you've got two people that are generally in a fairly, um, you know, healthy state. Mm, self-awareness. Self-awareness. Yeah. Um, and they they just enjoy each other's company and, mm. and being with each other and loving one another, then um, that's what creates a very strong connection, I think, because I don't need anything from you other than love. Yeah, and, and we're there for each other when the other one is... Uh, feeling down or vulnerable. Yeah. Um, and and we sort of we swap roles. Yeah, it? we do, don't we? Yeah. So, but it's an equal relationship. Yeah. Um, so and and then whenever it does, you know, seem to get out of this equality, it it it, 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 it reveals itself immediately. Yeah. Um. So, but we're aware of that too. So yeah. so yeah, if if we had to sort of get it right down to a, a a true definition of why we believe our relationship is is a, a good relationship. It's probably self-love, self-awareness, yeah, uh, empathy, yeah, um, and uh, mindfulness uh, around um, uh, the when when it's out of alignment. Yeah, I yeah. agree. So it's I a, agree. 
Yeah, I think I think that's right. I think the other thing that we do is um, we, we make an effort to kind of work on that. I think I was talking to somebody the other day about mental health and about, um, you know, letting my car, putting my car in for a tune-up every now and again. It was the same with my mind, you know, I was putting my mind in for a tune-up every now and again by going mm. and talking to the counsellor. Mm. And I think we do the same thing in our relationship. You know, we work every now and again at tuning up our relationship and we do our weekends away, right? Mm. Yeah. Um, and we really we, cherish that, don't we? Yeah, I don't think everyone does that. We might be a little weird in that world because <clears throat> both you and I have had experiences in the past in our careers or, or we've chosen to go and... Um, do this ec- extracurricular activity around self-awareness yeah. with uh, mindfulness and um, self-awareness weekends and uh, um, uh, that, yeah. that sort of experience. Yeah. <clears throat> so that when you and I uh, look to having a, 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 a date, you know, a, yeah. um, we, we, we like to, especially if we go away for a weekend, we have this cabin that we go to uh, up in wherever it is. Yeah, uh, up above Vasey. <clears throat> that's it. It is actually. Yeah, and it's very, you're very connected to nature there, but we we, we sort of plan our weekend to have uh, some meditation, uh, guided meditations and musical meditations, and we also do a few... Uh, what, 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 yeah, we do like um, um, self-development and goals and we exercises. do... Exercises, yeah, little exercises. Yeah, we do, um, um, we do like art self-expression through art and um, we do uh, self-development exercises around uh, letters to self That's and right, goal that. analysis. and That's it, yeah, with the, yeah. the post-it notes and we write letter to our younger self and we... Um, and because we're we're happy to be vulnerable in front of each other and to show our fears, um, it's, a, it's, a, it's actually a really rewarding experience for us as individuals, which in turn um, makes our connection even stronger, I think. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, yeah. so I agree. I, so I'd I'd recommend that to to any couple. Yeah, me too. Actually, I find it, and I guess too because we've got a bit of a facilitation background, mm-hmm. so we kind of we put a bit of structure around it, so we know you know what the agenda might be like. Yep. It's only you and I, so we don't have to police it that strongly. But we do have pretty much an agenda in mind around what we want to achieve when we go away, and I think that makes a big difference too. Okay. And we don't do that every time we go away. Sometimes we just go for a weekend away. Yes, we do, and we just go away. we go shopping and walking and yeah, and do all sorts of lovely looking things. at stuff. Yeah, and sometimes we put a bit of structure around it, which I think is really nice, and I love those weekends. Yeah, yeah. they're very special to me. You're listening to Ordinary People, Extraordinary Connections. Do you want to spread the word in your workplace, community, team or school? We're available to speak at your event or deliver customised training. Visit fortitudeatwork.com.au for more info. So that's us, you and I connecting. What do you think is needed to, to build a successful connection with other people? Like I walk into a room, what do I need to do to connect with others? Um. It's probably similar stuff, right? And, yeah. and, and that is that you, um, uh, a bit of empathy. Uh, so so uh, looking at it from their perspective, recognising that everyone is um, running their own journey. They're in their yeah. own journey. Um, and to not take it personally uh, when people yeah. are, uh, are triggered in front of you, to see, yeah. it, see it for what it is. Um, to um, care for yourself in that process. So if you are in a negative environment. Uh-huh. Um, to care for yourself and remove yourself from that. Yeah, that's a really good point. You don't have to stay in a place that 
that you're not necessarily enjoying. No. Well, you know, you you would hope that even if you were stuck on a boat with somebody and you weren't mm. enjoying it, that you could go somewhere else on the boat and take a breather. You could help the other end of the boat. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> have, have some me time. That's right. That's it. Yeah, yep, so good. That, so that you can sort of refresh or uh, recharge. Yeah. So, yeah, so being uh, so in relationships with others in, in the community or in your family or in your workspace, um, um, always having a, a sense of self um love uh-huh. and acceptance and forgiveness yeah yeah um and and being okay with me in that process um with empathy recognizing that other people uh, are having their stuff and you can't always match the timing yes and you'll be out of alignment with some people at certain times yes yes um, so um once again being a, a aware of who, who you are and how you're feeling uh with mindfulness and uh, and then giving some uh credence to how other people are feeling and where they might be at. And then lastly, as we said, um, when it becomes uh, too overwhelming or the, or the negative energy, if you like, is too strong, to make a self-loving decision to, to remove yourself from that for, yeah. for a time. Is it okay to not connect with everyone you meet, do you think? Um, well, I, I'm, once again, I'm the trusted guy, so so I go with uh, trusting your, your decisions every time. So um, no, you don't have to connect with everybody. You don't have to be, you know, you're certainly not responsible for other people and their lives and their feelings. Yeah. Um, so, uh, but you can care for other people and you can be present to other people. Yeah. Um, um, but, uh, but you're not responsible for other people. Yeah. So yeah, there'll be certainly people in your life where the, the timing's not right, the connection's not right, it doesn't feel like in alignment and in those situations, a self-loving decision would be to say, no, nah, I'm not going to. This doesn't work for me now to be in connection with this other human being. It just yeah. doesn't work for me. Yeah. Um, I agree with that. And I think, again, you know, I think we talked last week about the wisdom of age and I think this is something that's definitely helping me along um, along my journey because I think when I was younger there was a need to be liked by people yeah. and I wanted people to accept me and I was a people pleaser. Mm. And that need to be liked is how I thought connection worked. Mm. Well, you probably, maybe you were taught that because uh, when you're kids, you're just, you're sucking in all the information. And, yeah. And you may, and the important people around you, that might have been their process. Yeah. Um, so you go, okay, that's how I'm, that's how a, a person, a girl, a woman operates in the world um, is to be, put other people's needs first or to... Um, to get all of your sense of self from others. Yeah. Um, and if that's what you learn, then off you go on the same process. Yeah. Um, but uh, as you said, I'm guessing at some point you said um, uh, the, those needs weren't being met. Yeah, and I, I guess too it was realising that um, just because I might put others before myself, uh, the needs of others before myself, that doesn't actually guarantee that I'll connect with those people. Mm. Um, there are people out there that will just take advantage of the fact that their needs are coming before mine mm. uh, without really having any interest in, you know, connecting with me on any long-lasting type level. It's just mm. fleeting. And I think um, that was quite the learning for me. Yeah. And I think it comes back to something that we talked about a few weeks ago is that need to, uh, for me, mm. it's about coming into a, a relationship with anybody I meet, be it a casual person at a networking event or an employee, um, but coming in without any hidden agenda or expectation of them. Yeah. So it's actually just accepting them for who they are at that point in time. Yeah. 
because all, all I have to go off is who they are yeah. at, at that point in time. Yeah, I agree. That's a, um, and then as we're talking about relationships before, uh, there's there's more gratitude uh, yeah. rather than expectation. Yeah. So uh, if you're you're in a relationship with someone and, you, and they do something for you, then you appreciate that, but you don't expect it. Yeah. But you're in a relationship where someone has an expectation from you, um, you don't have to fulfil it. Yeah. Because you're not responsible for fulfilling their expectations. Yeah. Um, but if you create um, a habit of putting others' needs before yours, right? then there's, it's probably a fair guess to say that you'll attract people that enjoy that. Yeah, actually, that's very true, isn't it? Yeah. So if you're, you're in the business of putting other needs before yours, yours and you're continually you're giving, 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 uh, then the takers in the world are going to be attracted to that. Yeah. And are not their fault. It's just... No, that's who they are. That's who they are. No, that's, that's who, who you, you are. are. Yeah, that's it. That's <laughs> that's it. Sam. Yeah. Uh, but at some point, uh, as you said, do you, uh, you recognise that there was something that would have been wearing on you or tiring? Yeah. Is that, is that what happened? Yeah, that's yeah. exactly right. I, I guess tied into that is, um, is an understanding that connection can be sought in many ways. And I think for a long time, I would think that the way, the best way to connect with people was to um, do all I can to please them mm. or to make them happy. But in fact, there's many ways I could connect with people, sometimes um, just being present to people, mm. absolutely being present in the moment to somebody yeah. um, where I'm not physically doing or or even, you know, communicating anything that says, you know, your comfort and needs are more important than my own. You're just, you're just, just being present yeah, um, allows me to connect with that person. Yeah, that's a that's a great connection tool. Uh, yeah, to, yeah, to be to be present, to eye contact, to listen, yeah. to not be to be focused on them. And, yeah, focused and, on them, and be genuinely interested in what it's like to be them in this moment. Yeah, um, that's a great way to connect to another human being. Yeah, and, so um, but as you said, it doesn't have to be how you are with everyone. That's right. And it doesn't have to be with that person all the time. Yeah, that's exactly right. That's Sometimes your... it might just be something as simple as a shared interest. Sure. So, yeah. you know, we will connect over a shared interest. Um, sometimes it might be uh, through an argument, mm. through a healthy debate, yeah. um, where um, those people value my opinion, mm. even if it's different to their own. Yeah. Um, so I guess it's understanding that there are many different ways to connect with people and it's a matter of recognising what works best with each individual and not necessarily, for me particularly, not necessarily depending on on the one old habit. That's true. And also recognising uh, when it's time to disconnect. Yeah. So so you you make decisions around wanting to connect and, and, and the best yeah. way to do that in a, in a self-loving and also an unconditionally loving way, but also then to disconnect in a self-loving, unconditional way for yourself. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I think, you know, um, we probably see that a lot. And, and I think about this a lot too with, um, with uh, one of our boys, you know, in year 12 at the moment. And I think about all the friends that I had in year 12 and how close we were, and now most of them I never see and have nothing to do with. And, mm. and so that's a disconnection of connection mm. because life has gone on and we've done other things and, um, mm. uh, and that, that served its place at its time and mm. it's actually okay yeah, to if, let those connections one, go. One thing I love, which people tell me pretty regularly, is that um, if you trust the connections in your life uh, and the timing and the, the duration, 
um, you'll notice over your life there were times when you were connected to some people for a period and others yeah. others you stay connected to and some come in for a period and then yeah, go that's back right. out again. And each one, and I trust all those connections in that, and each one of them brings value to both you and them. Yeah. And that value is then resonates. So yeah. so if uh, if you had a relationship with someone in high school, uh, that was perfect for you at the time and, yes, the, and them. Yes, that's right. That's and exactly them. right. Yeah, and the level of connection or disconnection you have with them now is totally perfect as well. There's yeah. No, there's no wrong in that. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. What about um, what about family? Yeah. Um, um, is it do you do you think we we kind of just naturally assume that because you're related you're going to you're going to connect with people? That's uh, the um, one of the strong um, meanings that I've noticed with myself and others. Uh, over the years that I've been carrying on, um, is that uh, a, a strong value system or, or um, belief and value system is around family, uh-huh. and, yep. and, uh, and 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 it motivates a lot of decisions in their lives, and it also creates a lot of pressure. Yeah, and that is, um, and they go, uh, the most important thing is family. Mm-hmm. Uh, being a good husband, brother, son, mother, yes. or wife, is the most important thing to me. Um, and, and and when they put that amount of importance on them, that's when all the pressure. Oh yes, com- yes, comes in. So so often that's the um, that's the exhaustion point. Uh huh. So so yes, it is. Uh, but because I'm Mister Trusted again, yeah. Uh, then I go with uh, well, if it gets to an exhausting space or place, then that's probably the time to to love yourself and to reevaluate and with the cognitive behavioural therapy see it from a different perspective and move forward with a different thought pattern. Uh-huh. And and that happens on time. Uh-huh. Uh, every time. Yeah. Um, so I trust all that too. Yeah, I think I think um I think that that's that that's a good point because I don't know that um we always get the rewards out of family relationships that we want just because they're family. Yeah, yeah. Well, they're in your they're in your face, right? So they're yeah. there at Christmas and they're visiting, and they're it's your sister or your brother or your mother. Yeah. And you go, well, I, I, that that value system that was installed or programmed at once said that family is important. Yeah. Um, but uh, very often, uh, just like any other relationship, and as we said earlier. Um, the value in connection, there's also a value in disconnection. Yeah. So if you are in a an environment with another human being in a relationship that, that you are constantly bombarded with negativity, yeah. um, then you can quite self-lovingly choose to disconnect from that relationship uh, as long as you're okay with disconnecting with a relative. Yeah, that's right. And you say, well, uh, okay, my family value um, belief system, I'm going to let that drop now and actually say for my own sanity... I need to disconnect from my brother, or yeah. whatever, whatever it is, and that's actually okay. Absolutely, because you only get us. You only sort of get a certain amount of time. Yeah, on this, this earth. is it, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. There ain't no rehearsal, isn't no. that what they say? Yeah, there's no, re- <laughs> no, there's no rerun. Yeah, this is actually it. Mm. I think the same um, is worth thinking about when it comes to employees in small business, particularly in small business, because quite often, you know, you've got less than four employees most typically in small business in Australia, and. Um, I think it makes it hard for some if uh, you don't feel that sense of connection with those with that employee or those people that are in yeah. usually very tight, close yeah. workspaces. And perhaps the secret to that is to to not really have a lot of expectation around that, and to um, to to reach out and make an effort around connecting with others. Mm. Um, but if it's not there, if you're getting the job done, 
um, and achievements are being made in the goals that are, you know, being set within the business, then it's actually okay. What do you think? Yeah. Well, as they say, it was a third of our life sleeping. There's a, a third of our life working. And in fact, I'm guessing in Western society, it's more than a third of our life working. So those, often you spend more time with your work colleagues than you do with your family. Yeah. Um, so... Uh, having or or being forced to be in that environment, just like you were as a kid with your family, uh, you're now forced in an environment with a group of people, which may be four employees. Yeah, that's right. um, Where you're going to be spending a big chunk of your life in their presence. So finding a a balance in that um, where you uh, set goals, you communicate enough. Yeah, that's right. You communicate enough to achieve those goals. You don't need, and as we said, you don't need to overstep the mark and be responsible for these human beings. You don't need to understep the mark by uh, yeah. not, not caring for them. You just need to, to give them the guidelines to be able to perform. That's it. And and one one thing that I'm really big on, which is uh, which is part of my business history, is around accountability. And that is that uh, uh, you recruit um, a person to sit in a job description, which doesn't sound very connective, um, but uh, that person then knows what they have to do. Yeah. There's very clear procedures around what they need to do. And, and, and if it isn't followed, it becomes very obvious to everyone, including the person. And, yeah. and, and people like, I've noticed, need that safety of that procedure. Yeah. So, and you say, well done when they're doing well. And you say, um, you've missed that uh, yeah. when, you, when they don't. And everyone likes that, that yeah. security. And so the connection actually may not be in this, you know, the, the typical sense of the word where, you know, we're going to all go for Friday afternoon drinks mm. after work. The connection, in fact, may come from I trust you enough to get the job done without me looking over your shoulder all the time. Yeah. And if I'm able to foster that type of trust and empathy mm. uh, in a workplace, then I'm actually going to build a connection with somebody without needing to, it to be even that obvious, yeah, in fact. Yeah, absolutely. There's no need to micromanage. There's yeah. no need to work in a level of mistrust all the time. Yeah. If it's very clear what everyone's jobs are. Yeah. Um, and uh, and people work well uh, autonomously right. on their own, yeah. then, um, yeah, you, you uh, trust them. Yeah. Um, you have systems in place for them to uh, seek support. Yeah. Um, yeah, and but you generally trust. Yeah, yeah. Sort of trust. And, and the greater um, job control we give to somebody, so the, the autonomy and um, the design and the way they go about the job, yeah. um, the greater contribution they actually, the research actually proves yeah, this, well, the so greater yeah. contribution they'll make to the workplace and the healthier they'll be at work. Yeah, their self-esteem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Their, their self-esteem rises and they, and they work much more healthy at work and, and they'll remain at work. Yeah. So even though... Um, we've got um, only about 6% of all workers' comp claims at the moment um, come under, you know, mental health and stressors. What we know from that data is that if people do go off on stress leave, for example, they're going to be away from work on average three times longer Mm. than somebody who's got um, a physical um, ailment that's keeping them away from work. Mm. So we want to be able to foster some level of connection with the employees in some way because you know, bottom line, it's it's much more profitable for the business, but it's also a much more healthier uh, work environment to have if there's some level of connection. And that might be born out of understanding the systems, understanding process and trusting them to get the job done. Doesn't necessarily mean I'm going to go buy your lunch today. That's it. And that's the balance we always yeah, talk about. Yeah, that's right. right. And that is it's a balance between giving them their space and trusting yeah. them. 
uh, but also giving them an environment where they feel safe. Yeah, that, that, that's right. That's right. Oh, that's an excellent balance. Yeah. Put that together perfectly. That was yeah. wonderful. Yeah, okay. yeah. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> you might know yeah. what you're talking about. Yeah, I might, I might do you know, a little bit along the way in yeah. terms of workplaces. Yeah. Um, and, and I think the, on the other level when it comes to, you know, our social connections with one another, hmm. um, something that's helped me a lot, and I, I wanted to raise this because I've been doing a lot of networking lately you know, going to these breakfasts and going to lunches and going to dinners and drinks and whatever, mm. uh, usually on my own because nowadays I'm a sole operator and I'm a very quiet person naturally. So even though I rabbit on here with you for 40 minutes at a time, mm. I am quite right. Yep. So um, walking into a room full of strangers I find to be extremely stressful. Yeah. I find to be very hard. But walking into that room, what I am looking for are connections with people just to put my mind at ease, not even to write business. No. It's just to feel like I'm not a shag on a rock yeah. in a room. Yeah. And something that I remember that I think definitely helps a lot, or actually two things that I remember, um, the first thing is that people generally like to talk about themselves. Mm-hmm. So what i am become very practised at is asking people, um, about themselves and showing an interest in who they are and what they're doing and, you know, the things that they enjoy in life. And then secondly, remembering that people like those most like themselves. Mm. So um, often with the tales that they'll tell me about the work that they do or it could be where they live or what they do on the weekends, I'll look for some sort of common commonality or shared interest, or I'll even use um, an opposite as a means of of discussion. So if somebody tells me that they're in the surf club Mm. um, and I think, oh, my goodness, I haven't been to the beach in 10 years, I might look for an opportunity to go, you know, when I was a kid I always hated the sand between my toes, something like that. Mm. So some sort of common shared experience um, definitely helps me to build a connection. So if we were looking for actual skills, what yeah. do I do to connect with people? That's some good ones. Yeah. yeah. A, a couple of pointers would be um, people love to talk about themselves, so always ask questions about other people yeah. um, in a non-nosy way, yeah. you know, conversational style. And people love those, like those most like themselves. Yeah. You and know, those, so find a commonality. And those listening skills as well. Yeah, eye, yeah. Eye contact and body body language. Yeah, great. Yeah. Go back to the listening podcast mm. episode. In fact, if you want some tips around listening, there's some great tips in there. Mm. So those things all combined yeah. definitely um, definitely help um, on a you know on a very overt concrete m- method, I guess, to connect with others. So we've talked about connection with each other. We've talked about connection with our, our work colleagues, and we've talked about connection in networking. I know. And I think we've connection it up, have we? I think we have, and I'm feeling very connected to you right now, Johnny. Yeah, me, you too. Good. Well, that's probably a good way to end it. It is. Thanks, everybody. Okay, bye-bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to Ordinary People, Extraordinary Connections with Leanne and John. Connect with us via Facebook at Fortitude at Work. We'd love to hear your thoughts on today's show. See you next time.